Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say American and Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. August the 18th, 2020. It is Tuesday. For those of you who are roaming around your apartment in your bathrobe, you haven't gone back to work yet. (laughs) Second day, day two, night two of the Democrat National Convention. I, I gotta be honest with you, I don't really pay much attention to it. I guess maybe I should, but I'm focused on life and love. Uh, I know my vote will be for liberty. You know, I, and I attempt to encourage all of you to allow liberty to be at the forefront of your voting decision making. And that requires love. Right? The birthplace of all liberty is love. That's not to sound woo-woo or girly or spooky Christian, but I just believe that because only love can allow for freedom. Some of you in relationships with very controlling people know what I'm talking about. My late pastor used to tell us that lust takes and love gives and is able to receive, by the way. That's something that I think we... Leave out, you can't really give what you don't have, what you ain't got. You know what I mean? So, day two of the circus, for those of you who subscribe to my newsletters, I come out every Monday, Monica's Monday Musings. You like that? You can sign up at monicamatthews.com. And uh, I don't, I don't really, I don't flood your inbox with a lot of things, If there's a week where I'm particularly, you know, just feel like, okay, we need to communicate more often than I will, but it is so rare. So most people complain because they don't hear from me more often, which that can change too. But I just kind of go by what I like and I don't like a bunch of emails coming. I don't need to hear from you all the time. If I, if I subscribe to you, I just don't, you know, I, I got to tell you all this. If you haven't signed up for, if you, if you think the president is behind the Democrats on technology and communication, you are sadly mistaken because I get a text message or an email from Don Jr., from Vice President Pence, from the president himself on almost an hourly basis. It just depends. Clearly, their analytics have told them the best times of day to reach out to people. And my email inbox, as well as my text messages, 
would indicate that this president is definitely not trailing whenever it comes to uh, getting out information and rocking the vote. Historically speaking, the Democrats have really led the charge in that for whatever reason. Yeah, I think, again, as Republicans, sometimes conservatives tend to think that, well, doesn't everybody think like us? Um, And the answer to that question would obviously be no. So last evening, wow, the big coup de grace was, you know, the big uh, headliner was Michelle Obama. And I have to tell you, for me personally, there is no one I would rather hear from less than than Michelle, I love it, than Michelle uh, Obama. I, she is a person, um, and her husband who, other than the mayor of my city can make my blood boil when I hear her speak. And I'm going to tell you why, because it is usually coming from a place of division and falsehood. And there's nothing I hate more in this world than a talebearer. Nothing. And you know why? Because so much crap has been talked about me over my life, um, over my lifetime, that it, it's very destructive. It's also very hurtful. And the, and the Bible tells us that the words of a talebearer go down into the innermost parts and cause wounds. It's like a knife. It's like someone literally stabbing you in the gut. Now, imagine that on a national level. For those of you who are still confused as to why there's a generation of kids who are just running wild and burning the country down, why are they susceptible to the likes of a George Soros and, um, you know, those brain trusts of destruction? How did our kids become so vulnerable to that? Well, This is how they sat through eight years of division training camp and falsehoods and victimization. And she says it was such a straight face. And with that little raised eyebrow thing, you know, that most of my sister girlfriends do where it's like, you know, don't you know? Um, And she's just very chill and calm about how she communicates. She's not overly passionate. She's um, calm, cool, and collected, which makes it sound as though what she's saying has weight and value or worth or any level of credibility. And sadly, Because many parents haven't taken the time to teach their children how to distinguish between the two. Our generation of kids now have followed that line of thinking. And when I say kids, you got to understand, anyone under the age of 35 is a kid to me. So, yes, there's an entire generation of the tail end of millennials and and the zillennials and the Gen Zers now who bought into that. Now, can you imagine what the next generation is going to buy into? We have school boards in the state of Georgia who are absolutely championing the cause of justice. Justice according to black board members and guilty white board members who believe it is incumbent upon them 
to train your children how not to be a racist and to understand, more importantly, to understand their into into denounce their white privilege. I am not overstating this. I cannot overstate it enough. It is so costly to keep talking about this because people are like, you know, people get tired of hearing it because they don't want to believe it. And then it turns in on me. And I'm like, that's okay, because some of the things that I've been screaming from the rafters, because I'm kind of like a watchman on a wall, and some of the things that I've been telling you for the past five years are coming are here. So there's like this dichotomy within me that says, ha, told you, should have listened. And then the other half of me is like, well, you know, who am I to point a finger at anybody and think that, you know, and demand that you listen to what I'm saying and act accordingly. All I can do is bring the message and let it go. For my own sanity, for sure. Absolutely. So, tonight should be interesting. I sadly watched John Kasich. <laughs> John Kasich. <laughs> John Kasich. Um, you know, kind of pull what some Republicans are pulling now, standing in the middle of a forked road, uh, declaring his, I'm surprised they didn't have Mitt Romney, for God's sakes, they should, uh, because that would make a lot of sense. And maybe maybe he is actually on the list of uh, speakers to to come. But, um, you know, one, one of the more notable quotes, I thought, was Bernie Sanders saying, we disagree on how to get there, but we're going to get there together. Isn't that, you know... That's one of those adages, I think, in life, one of those colloquialisms that people really do buy into. They honestly believe that you, you can't actually get to the same destination taking different routes, but not together. You married people know what I just said. I mean, you can, or you divorced people know what I've just said. Those of you on your way to divorce know what I just said. Again, I'll refer you to the book of all truth, which says that unless two agree, how do they walk together? So let me put that into plowman's terms, into sharecropper terms. So if you are, you know, muzzled with someone, if you are to, if you are oxen, right? And you're in the yoke together, how are you going to walk in the same direction if one of you is going in this direction and the other one's going in the other direction? You're not. You're not going to plow anything. You're going to be at a standstill, which is exactly where the Democrat Party is, thank God. And I really do believe that in spite of and to and despite the John Kasichs of the, Kasichs of the world, I'm sorry, I just saw one of my favorite little commentators on Fox, Katie Pavlich. <laughs> and she said, this is like, she hates it whenever he gets back into the, into the news cycle, because everyone assumes even people who know her and love her assumes that they're somehow related because they say the wrong last name. So Katie Pavlich and John Kasich. <laughs> there we go. John Kasich. Um, you know, in spite of him, I do believe that you will have closet supporters on the left. Um, show up for President Trump. 
Because I think inherently and instinctively, most of us are not interested in our own destruction. Seriously. Some are. Absolutely. But let's get back to people. You have to agree in order to walk together. It is impossible for you to tread out a field in the same yoke. And make no mistake, we are all in a yoke as citizens of this country. We are either in a yoke that is going to tread out a field to freedom or a yoke that is going to tread out a field to oppression. There's, there's only two choices. And you're, you're either going to do that by uh, you know, good or evil. That's it. One serves one kingdom and the other serves another kingdom. Remember, God is not interested in oppression. The author of liberty is not interested in oppression. He came to set the captives free. And he's still doing it because God is not dead. So when Bernie Sanders says, and people cheer, like they rise to their feet and clap because they're like, yeah, we don't all have to agree. We can't, you know, as long as we agree that we're not going to offend each other or hurt each other's feelings and that everything is fair. That's a four letter word that I think should be eradicated from the English language. Fair. What is fair? And I know, God love him, the president likes to use it all the time. It's just not fair. And I'm thinking, Mr. President, they don't like you, they've never liked you, and they're never going to like you. And you're right, it's not fair. But the more you say it, the more you sound like, you know, a kid. You're right, it's not fair, but life isn't fair. Trust me, I know. So can we use another word? If someone from the Trump administration listens to my podcast, can you guys please you guys please encourage him to use another word besides fair? And I understand that you know there is such a thing as fairness, right? But we live in a world in which that doesn't exist. We just don't. How about justice and injustice? It's not just. It's really not. Why don't we call it what it is? The way this president is treated is not just. It is not honorable. It is not credible. There's nothing um, sacred in this country anymore, much less the office of presidency. And so we, we you know, there's there's nothing held sacred. So it would be amazing if we could get to what, call things what they really are. Right, the three C's of Monica Matthews. You can learn all about them. You download this awesome little ditty that we send you whenever you sign up for my newsletters at monicamatthews.com. Do that today and tell everyone you know to sign up for it as well. We can all be in this thing together, plowing out the same field, treading out the same field. If you want to help your generations and this country stand firm and not fall by the wayside and not fall to craziness and complete totalitarian wickedness, please. Get in the yoke with me. You can do that today at monicamatthews.com. You can submit. I'm no longer going to call it a donation because it is not a donation. It is not tax deductible. But I'm, I am asking for your contribution to my work. And one of the number one ways you can contribute to my work besides sending money to my work is by aligning with me with my work. By following me online, monicamatthews.com. Monty Matthews on Facebook, but I'm really using more of my professional page, which is the Monica Matthews on Facebook, Monica on air talk on Twitter. And I'm about to open my very first account with clout hub. 
If you're not familiar with Clout Hub, you should become familiar with Clout Hub. Spoke with the CEO and founder today, uh, Mr. Jeff Brain, out of um, Los Angeles, of all places. Clout Hub is giving Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all of these entities a major run for their money, a fascinating platform and interface. Please check it out. I am so excited about becoming a part of them and their platform. I can hardly stand it. And it's growing. It's new. It is, as the president would say, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. (laughs) So I'm excited and honored. And uh, so, yeah, you know, follow me is, is the best way that you can that you can stay inspired about life, love, and liberty, and then you can pass that on to others as well. So thank you for that. There's a plug for myself. Back to Bernie Sanders and treading this thing out. But that is how the left thinks. It also reminds me of the scripture that says, no one comes to the Father but through me. So that means there's only one path. I have friends who swear they are Christians. I know, oxymoron, but... They swear that they're Christians, and, and they may be in their hearts. I don't know. But but they think they can get to God another way other than through Jesus Christ. And so if you're telling me that you're a Christian, but you don't believe he's your Lord and Savior, and let's be real, most of us have a hard time with the Lord part of that. But if you don't believe that he's your Savior, that he saved you from eternal death by taking on the the penalty of all of your sins, of the past, the present, and the future, if you don't believe that, then your path to God is not exactly scriptural. I'm, if you're going according to scripture, right? Again, it goes back to how you, how you get somewhere matters. That's not to say that God isn't the great G, GPS system because he is because he's merciful and he's gracious. And as parents, we understand that. But some of you married people get what I'm saying. If you're not treading out in the same yoke, you are not going to go anywhere. So the greatest news I can tell you about the Democrats, and this is just my, you know, non-pundit uh, pundit response, um, is, you know, my analysis is so simple. <laughs> it's kind of like the gospel. It's really simple. My analysis is this to give you hope. They honestly believe they're going to get somewhere by... Um, disagreement. So that should tell you a lot, right? That should encourage you. In other news, I want to encourage you on the uh, on the love front. Okay, remember I said that love really does begin um, in liberty and in the heart of liberty, and it begins in self-love by virtue of being able to accept the fact that you are loved by your creator, right? You are loved by love. There you go. And so something that I really want to encourage you guys to uh, pay attention to is your own health, your own emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical health. Not necessarily in that order. Uh, For me, it goes spiritual, uh, mental, emotional, and physical because it just cascades. And something that I've started recently, and I'm I'm not a paid endorser, but I got to tell you, I don't know what's going on inside of my body other than um, I feel better than I have in a hundred years. Yes, I look pretty amazing <laughs> for a hundred year old woman. Um, but I caught the advertisement uh, for Golo on Fox watching Tucker the uh, other evening. 
And I'd seen, I'd heard it, you know, it was just in my, in my head, in my ear. And I thought, you know what, fine. I'm sitting here. What the heck? I hate commercials. So I'll just go and find out what this thing's all about. And, um, I started taking it, um, gosh, Thursday will be a week and I am down around 4.7 pounds, which grant you some of that could be water weight, but that's okay with me. I, and I tell you again, I am not a paid endorser of this product. Definitely check with your physician before you take my advice or anyone else's advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a dietitian. I am none of that. I'm not a PA. I'm not a nurse. Although I've worked in nursing for years, many moons ago in another lifetime. Um, but I'm sharing this with you because one of the things that we've discovered about COVID-19 and so many other diseases is that obesity is a factor um, in whether or not someone's going to contract this virus and whether or not they will survive it. There's something within the fat molecules of your body that that virus connects with. And when you are obese, and some of you don't think you are, but you might be surprised. And people who are morbidly obese, we, we can see that, right? That's pretty obvious. But some people who are like, well, you know, I'm just... 20 pounds overweight. Well, those extra 20 pounds are unnecessary and they're probably indicative of just a load of worries, disappointments, hurts, uh, regret, bitterness, unforgiveness, a load of mess that you're carrying around on a cellular level. And so the life and the love component of my podcast tonight is simply this. Your life matters. Your health matters. Your health is your responsibility. One thing you're going to hear at the Democrat National Convention, and you did last night, and you're going to hear it ad nauseum, is that universal health care, all of it, it takes a village. All Well, listen, I shouldn't pay for your vices, and you shouldn't have to pay for mine. I do not want universal health care. I watched my grandmother and her universal health care system my entire life in Germany. I don't want that. It's bad enough to have to jump through hoops in the bureaucracy of the private insurance we have now in some non-medical person in an insurance company making a decision as to whether or not I can have access to something. Magnify that, multiply that by a thousand with universal health care. No Thank you. No, we can't afford that in this country. And we all know that. Sensible people know that. So I take you back to your health is your responsibility. And sometimes it's really hard for people who have been stuck in a rut to see the value in trying anything new. For me, I think the eye opener of this program has been that I never really understood just how detrimental your pancreas, your liver, your organs are in the processing of and metabolizing sugar, carbohydrates, insulin. And let me tell you something. I'm a carnivore. I'm a meat-loving Southern girl who loves me some fried green tomatoes and some cathead biscuits and some fried dyed and laid to the side. I mean, you name it, scattered, smothered, and covered. I am that chick. I am a Southern biscuit filled with butter and honey eaten girl. Okay. And trust me, (laughs) 
my butt would tell that story. (laughs) So I've got about, mm, I don't know, 40 something pounds I'm looking forward to losing. Some people think that's too much. It's okay. That's, that's in my heart and my head. That is my goal and I will reach it. I will absolutely reach it. I turned 50 in February. So I have six months to get to my goal. If I could lose 50 in six months by my 50th, I'd be happy with that. But I realized that I was carrying so much of my past with me. Adrenal exhaustion had set in from so many setbacks and disappointments and stressors in my life over the past 20 years of my life. And my adrenals shut down on me. I could not lose weight. My metabolism was like dead. It was done. It would not move. And there are many of you who are struggling with that as well. And you're stuck in a rut. You're stuck in a cycle. I do not believe in leaving things out of your diet. I don't believe in drinking, you know, fat as a diet. I I don't believe in only eating meat and cutting out all carbs. Every single person I know who has ever done keto to that extent, I promise you I've watched people drop 200 pounds. And when they come out of it five years later, they're 250 pounds. So I think there is a sensible, balanced, holistic, W-H-O-L-istic approach to our health. So on my show, that's why I talk a lot about scripture, because it is the only path to freedom. If we have the mind of Christ, I have nothing greater to offer you. The mind of Monica could never compare to the mind of Christ. So when I share things of that nature. I'm not here to be sanctimonious or holier than thou. I share it because I believe it. And if you haven't known anything else about me following me, you know that. And you don't have to be a believer to understand and to recognize liberty. Although the word does say that spiritual things are discerned by the spirit and the carnal and earthly mind cannot conceive it, which is why I don't get offended whenever I hear from people who mock my faith. And you don't have to either. And that good news, you don't have to spend your time fighting with atheists and agnostics and demonic people. And I would never categorize the, the aforementioned with, with the latter. I just, the former with the latter, I just wouldn't. I know a lot of great people who have been so wounded by faith and organized religion and by, by God, They just don't know what to believe other than the lies of the enemy of their soul. And so they mock and they can be vile about it sometimes. And then they'll secretly contact me when no one else is watching and start asking questions because I'm not offended by their unbelief. I've got enough of my own stuff to work through, don't you? So with regard to your health, I want to encourage you to check this out. If for no other reason, just start researching your sugar levels, your insulin resistance, your metabolic syndrome uh, issues. So many, there's a reason we are the most obese nation on earth. I promise you, every time I go to Europe, I can spot a fellow American half a mile away. I'm like, yep, there's one of us. Because of the way we eat, we are consumers to the nth degree. So I want to encourage you to consume Great, healthy things, whole things, organic things in your mind. Pay attention to who it is you're listening to, right? Pay attention to what you're consuming with your eyes and your ears and the people around you. 
your relatives, good grief, some of you, the person you sleep next to, you know, your kids. I mean, pay attention to all of that and set up some boundaries, set up, set up a rampart. That's what I wrote about in my, uh, in my newsletter yesterday. So go check that out at monicamatthews.com, but take care of yourself first. I always end every show with, you know, if, if you're an American, act like one, but right before that, I always say, you know, be good to yourself, uh, beginning, uh, be good, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Always say that. I'm gonna say it again tonight as I go make my, myself some healthy dinner. I feel amazing. I have a lot of energy. The first three days were hell. I'm not going to lie. It was ugly. <laughs> my boyfriend was like, okay, uh, I'm about to give you a biscuit myself. But I would encourage you to check out Golo. Golo. I think it's a golo.com. And uh, yeah, and maybe do this thing with me. Ha! Huh, maybe I'll start a group. We could do it together <laughs> and encourage each other. All right. You know the drill. Be good to yours and be good to your neighbor beginning with yourself and if you're an American act like one